no right to sing it on your phone Please stay and listen, you can do this If you do go to so much you'll miss This may help you temporarily Being here is a step to being free and there we go small voice podcast there's a theme song and everything and we have a guest uh the sweetest sweetest boy what the hell was that <laughs> we're, in. we're just diving in the, the sweetest boy around we got jay light the sweetest boy in person but if you race a uh, match him in a ra- roast bottle he will annihilate you you know he, no holds barred jay light more like jay no holds barred there you go there uh, comic from la <laughs> He has credits. He has credits, everybody. He has credits. I don't have any credits. Yeah, me either. Most people are just like, who is this? Yeah. Like, I just show up. I haven't even, I've, I've barely said any words. I'm just getting all I'm thrown out here. Connor's, Connor's tooth well, is the same color as the well, foil on the Don't Medela forget about his, uh, the comedy with mixtape, I guess you'd call it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's well, a, okay. it's. It's hard to pin down what it is, because it is sort of like I wanted to do something that wasn't a traditional, just like a regular stand-up album. Mm-hmm. I think a mixtape is probably it's probably a pretty good way to describe it. Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, a good guy with a gun. Good guy with a gun. Yeah, yeah. it's a set. Uh, it's a full, you know, headliner length set mixed in with some audio sketches and a roast battle and uh, some music and production from the illustrious Coach T. That's neat. Of uh, of roast battle fame himself and other stuff. Okay, so how long have you been doing roast battles? Because I did see you Sunday, and all of a sudden, like you picked up the mic, and I was like, "Oh my, we have someone who doesn't <laughs> suck at this." I was like, "This is crazy." That was the craziest thing. That also, like, I just showed up, and nobody, nobody introduced who I was. Yeah, like the host, Jeff, uh, a very, very nice guy. But he did. I think he probably. He. I don't think he told anybody who was roasting that I was going to be there. Certainly, nobody judging was. All the other judges were like, "Who is this guy?" And well, I mean, then I was just. Yeah. That, and then I just showed up and I was like, ro- like tearing into people the way I would for like judging a roast battle in L.A. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because it. Well, Bill went up first, and then Bill. Bill did what he does. Killed. I killed. And, I crushed the room. People then, said, "I wish they advanced." <laughs> Wish I advanced. <laughs> but it was just like people getting the mic, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, someone someone knows what they're doing here. Yeah. And I was like, thank God. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> this guy doesn't belong in Kansas City. I was like, because nobody could even find their way in the building, so I'm glad someone funny did. My favorite my favorite part after, the, after everything was done was Jory came up to me, and he was like, hey, you're really funny, but I'm sorry, who are you? And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, nobody introduced me. Um, which is, uh, I have, I've been doing, to answer your question, this is a long-winded way of answering your question, yeah. Connor, but I've been doing, I mean, I did roast battles for a really long time. I haven't done one in a, in quite a while, mm-hmm. um, but I helped at the very, like, at the very, very beginning of roast battle. I watched a lot of them. I was helping film. Um, I was doing the live stream for the show. Mm-hmm. I started doing roast battles probably about, like, Maybe like four or five months after I started hanging out at the show, the first one, um, at the comedy store in illustrious Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. And I did them very regularly for, I don't know, something like, gosh, like four or five years, must have been. Wow. 
Maybe, so. yeah. It was right around the time, a little bit, probably a little bit longer than that, actually. Yeah, because I... Maybe, like, six. Because, like, around here, the roast battles aren't really... I mean, you saw people were like, I don't want to be that mean. And so it's like... Yeah. They're not, like, a huge culture here. Sure. Everyone's a little too There's nice no in the scene. Roast battles. I'm getting no tired roast of battles. <laughs> yeah, this guy's determined to bridge, burn any bridges before he ever starts. This I is like Connor, that. by the way. That's Connor. We met. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just, we shared <laughs> dumplings a, together. There's a podcast audience. <laughs> there's a, there's a, um, more than one person listens to this, so that's not my mom. Um, there's a fan that I forgot to turn off. I just wanted to point out how unprofessional I'm being. Oh, oh. I thought you meant like a real person fan. I was like, well, that's nice. No, but there's, uh, there's, oh, there's yeah, real you person. Imagine you had a fan who lived in this household who was <laughs> yes. your mom. But also there's comedy. a fan. <laughs> there's also a fan here. I I did mean both those things, but I had a hard time communicating it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So if there's a fan, um, fuck you, like, five viewers, listeners, Okay. That's okay. a good way to get them. Okay. I'm sure they're like, thanks. They must have, you know what? He acknowledged each of us individually. <laughs> yeah. There are almost uh, twice as many listeners as there are people on the podcast right now. No, oh, yeah, no I mean, which there's is more the sign than 20. of a great comedy podcast. There's, there's, there's more than, there was almost there's more than one five. more. There there's was more almost than five. One more. There's more than five. Guys, I, lo- I love you. Follow the Patreon. <laughs> Follow the Patreon. We're going to start making premium episodes. Me, me and Connor, we're going to start making premium episodes. Okay, so I have questions. Okay, great. And you have answers, right? I hopefully, I hope I can answer your questions. I feel like uh, I feel like we have a similar upbringing, or had at least like similar generational experiences. Were you really like uh, raised by the internet and video games, and how does that affect uh, who you are today, and maybe even your comedy? Um, well, I I certainly had uh, a lot of time spent on the internet and video games. Um, I had access to the internet from the time that I was maybe like nine or eight maybe um the or like some of my earliest memories are being like you know even in middle in in elementary school we had computers all the time we we would play like number munchers and math blaster oh and that cool, math. Stuff. cool yeah, math the cool math <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we did uh treasure mountain and mm. treasure math storm and uh all sorts of stuff like that the learning company games you know mm-hmm. and uh but i was on you know aol and I got. I figured out how to like log into my parents' AOL accounts very early on. You know, I figured out their passwords and stuff, so I didn't have to be on child AOL. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been farting around on the internet for a long time. You've been. Do you ever go deep and dirty in the AOL chat rooms? Oh, of course I did. Like I want to. Of course I did. <laughs> Is this gonna get you canceled? But like, do you ever impersonate like being somebody else? Yeah. When I was a child on the AOL, of course I impersonated people who I was who were older than me. Did you ever impersonate being a girl? Yeah. No, I always said I was a guy who was older than he actually was. So, so like, was it like three years, four years, five years? Three years older? Uh-huh. No, I'm I'm if I'm like nine or ten at the time, I have to say that I'm eighteen. Okay. Yeah, you just go full grown man. You just go full grown man. The thing is, I never did that. It's like uh, when you're asked to put in your age on a website, and you're just like, I don't know, I'm 25. You go to what the earliest thing you can say is that will still be <laughs> yeah. legally allowing you to do that thing. Oh, yeah, I guess because adult AOL. It's like, um, so I mean, the type of experiences I had is like, I was playing like Game Boy Color when I was three. This is how young I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm do sorry. you remember what you played on the Game Boy Color? I played Contra. I remember. Okay. okay. Um, and then, I played Game Boy from the time I was like five. 
That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I My mom smashed my Game Boy Color because she didn't like that I was on it all the time. That's she, reasonable. She, she, okay. Yeah. I, this is a very traumatic. Probably a good idea. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. She Because she, I was having tennis lessons, and she didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Ah, uh, okay. Playing your Game Boy Color during tennis lessons. Before. She should have gotten you Mario Tennis, and then maybe you would have been interested in the tennis lessons. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. My my life's a mess. Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, no, I've been, uh, I, 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 that was... I, Jay, did you ever get into MySpace? Oh, yeah. Did you have a MySpace? I did have a MySpace. I had a MySpace. I had a Zanga. <laughs> I was deep on the, was, this was, you know, MySpace was around when I was, like, end of middle school, beginning of high school. Mm. And I started, I was very, uh, <clears throat> not antisocial, but I was, like, sort of a loner kid for a while. Um... And I did have, like, my, I, I hung out with, like, my church youth group, and that was, like, my group of friends and a couple people from, from my middle school um, I was friendly with. But I would play a lot of, like, MMORPGs. Like, I played, like, Neopets and Asheron's Call, uh, World of Warcraft for a while. And then when I started having an actual social life, then I got a MySpace for all the public-facing stuff <laughs> yeah. where I was like, these are my top eight people. Ever, and, of course, I changed it to the top 12 because I was like, eight's too restrictive. I want everybody yeah. to like you me. Ever, you ever do uh, comedy on MySpace or post-comedy day? No. I never – I hadn't been doing comedy by the time well, MySpace was around. The fans just went off. I just wanted to recognize that. Oh, thank you. Gone, but better. It was, thank, it was, you. thank you. It was the Asian god, uh, Confucius. What, what a – The god of the winds. <laughs> yeah. What, a, what was the song that you had as, like, your home – Someone. Oh my god, what was the song? <laughs> I don't remember what the song was on MySpace. I do remember what the Zanga song I had was, though, which was Title and Registration by Death Cab for Cutie. Because <laughs> that's, that's... which is like the perfect Zanga song to have. Because Zanga is all about just teenage angst constantly. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. You don't you don't even know what Zanga is. I've heard. Oh it my god. Funny. Do you know what Live Journal is? I've heard of it. Okay. So Zanga is like a worse Live Journal. So Live Journal's like the stereotypical like teenage angsty website. Zanga is like that, but for teens who are like rich suburban kids who don't really have anything to be angsty about, but they find things to be angsty about. I love punk rock music. Yeah. See, yeah. that's punk rock is like actual <laughs> like troubled individuals though. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I love this. Punk is, music. It, Zanga is like pop punk. Oh, pop punk. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. Like Zanga is like the paramour to the black flag of Live Journal. Like appealing, appealing tragedy, <laughs> like broadly appealing sadness. Yeah, kind of. Like Zanga's for people who love the Garden State soundtrack. Ooh, I watched that with a girl. And that's like, that's like their idea of like what real sadness looks like is I the movie Garden State. Yeah. I watched, uh, I watched that movie with a girl and all her friends <laughs> and I hooked up with her. Yeah, <laughs> with them with her friends still there. Um, <clears throat> she brought me into like the storage closet and like Where was insert, it inserted myself into her. <clears throat> wow! What kind of a facility was was there with the storage closet? It's a basement with a storage closet. Was this like in a public place? Uh, I was a public hangout. What? Is, where? In uh, her basement. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so this is a private hangout. You're right. That is, you're right. Yeah, I didn't. Know. <laughs> um. So. Uh huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> rip off notes. She, would, <laughs> she would she would take us she took us out like she went put us outside um she like put us outside put you outside she led me outside she's like okay. come outside You're she's like she led you outside and then she was like so you could... i'm hooking up with somebody who doesn't even like me and then and then i think i don't even they'll do that wait go... she'll she she'll, she brought you out outside to go tell you that she couldn't hook up with you after she had brought you into the storage closet and inserted yourself into her yeah and then she brought you outside to say that she felt bad about hooking up with you yeah i mean and i totally understand and that's not her fault this and is a great euphoria this, spec script we're talking about is, right now i mean yeah, this the, is i mean it's told i totally understand you know um this sounds like you got raped or something this is weird no this, i mean i totally understand <laughs> sorry i made you fuck me <laughs> no i totally understand um sorry i made you fuck me is my favorite paramore album <laughs> great I, great stuff i remember the hot topic alt cover that they had uh, a real piece of artwork i wish i could still have the vinyl version i mean i totally understand where she's coming from i think um she was in the right <laughs> okay questions i got questions <laughs> i have questions <laughs> you have a podcast called blockbusting where you talk about comics uh hating the movies you love no i want to go back and figure out what happened to this girl what okay. happened after you guys had this conversation outside? Um, she, uh, she, I think we just went back in and then we just, we were hanging out. And then I felt uh, terrible afterwards mm. because it was like everyone knew what we were doing. And then I knew like, oh, I'm fucked. Cause it was also my, but did you? It was also my at that time best friend's ex. So I made mistakes, mm. but it was so also what happened with you and your best friend then? You fuck uh, him. You're like, hey, you can get it too. You brought it. You I brought think, him into the storage closet. Yeah, and I think inserted well, okay. himself inside his bed. I, <laughs> yeah. Shout outs, shout outs, shout outs to the. You know, if you know the story, shout outs because you're my real friend. But um, I also I, I think after that I I dated his sister. So what? <laughs> this poor man. I dated his sister. Wow. Yeah. I've never dated somebody who I've been friends with their sister. I've never dated somebody's sister who I've... I think I, I, I fucked that sentence up real bad. Let uh, me try it again. Oh. I've, been, I've, I've never been friends with somebody whose sister I also dated. No, that doesn't... I've never been... I've never dated the sister of somebody I've been friends with. There we go. There it is. Third time was the charm. Right there. How about this? But I've wanted to. <laughs> of course. Jay Light, more like... I got some friends with some hot sisters. Jay Light, more like Jay Illiterate... Boom, roast. I don't know. This from the guy who literally told me in the car right over here how he was functionally illiterate after having a concussion <laughs> for months. Oh, yeah, that was wild. He was, I thought the there was an open mic and he just goes up, he's like, so I got a concussion, and then just kind of like looked like he was going to fall over the whole time, and then one stop saying, I got a concussion. Wow. And that was the, I think he did it for four minutes. I killed. I, I mean, killed. that sounds like a great set. Everyone was concerned. I, I didn't <laughs> I kill, though? Didn't I kill? Uh, didn't I do well at least? I don't know. I don't remember. I have the recording. I think we everyone, can do it on the podcast. It was one of those right laughs now. where you're like, "Oh, he's messing around," and it kind of was like. It comes around. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have it recorded. We can watch it on the podcast. No, we won't do that. Won't yeah, do that's that. a that's a yeah. How's that gonna work? Yeah, I don't know how we'd watch it. Um, so I can I can move the computer over no, no, here. No no, 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 don't worry about it. I'm okay. gonna take you at your I, word. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how about we I'm gonna take both of you at your word that you killed and that also people were concerned. How about this? Mm -hmm. What if we watch your podcast on my podcast? 
No, that's just uh, that's that's some podcastception right there. That's a little plug. Okay, so this podcast. But now I really want to do that. I have that you have. What is it about? So like comedians, they hate movies that you like. Is that what Bill was saying? Not necessarily. So I have it's it's about people with movies that they hate and why they hate them. Mm. So I have you know I think there's a ton of bad movie podcasts out there. Or, you know, what's what's the one with um, June Day and Raphael and Paul Shear? How did this get made? Jason Manzoukas. How did this get made? The classic one. Other ones out, out there exist. Same format where it's like, we're going to talk about a bad movie. I don't really want to talk about bad movies, necessarily. Yeah. I just want to talk about, talk about why you don't like a movie. Because yeah. I think that's way more interesting. Like, what's a movie that you saw... Can you remember a movie that you, like, saw recently that people... Hmm. Like, it, like, it left a strong, you know, feeling in your heart? Uh, I don't really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel like that. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't really watch movies, so <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know why. I'm just like I see the time on it. I'm like I don't have that much Connor, time. Connor doesn't sure. watch movies or do stand up comedy. What are you talking? Or about? have a girlfriend? What is that? What does the girlfriend have to do with anything? It's because uh, we're recording on Valentine's Day. I think mm. this is gonna be Valentine's for the the, the boys. Well, wouldn't we Valentine's all be in the same dudes. boat then? Do you, are you? Do you have a girlfriend? I do, but she's back in L.A. right now. Oh, yeah. I have a. I don't have a girlfriend, but I fuck. So, sure. Okay. So sure. I mean, on. I feel like Connor also probably fucks with those sweet, sweet gold teeth. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, the black girls love it. There you go. They, uh, be in the club. <laughs> be in the club, and they're they're miring. <laughs> Seeing from a distance, they're like, okay. So, okay, uh, to talk about your movie, um, uh, uh, okay. Oh, do you, uh, let's, you have a podcast called Blockbuster? I said that. Do you have a real, <laughs> do you have a real passion for film criticism? And how does L- living in LA change your perception of movies? Um, you know, for as far as for film criticism goes, I have developed more of an appreciation for actual film critics. Um, through doing podcasts and reading a lot more about film criticism and reading a lot of good and bad film criticism. Um, I like doing it. What's happening? Oh, you're angling it up towards my face. Oh, I see what you're doing there. Okay. You could have tilted this the whole time. That mic is so ridiculous. This is such a silly little mic. <laughs> Feels like I'm talking into a, a diglet. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, uh, I've read... I've read some good, some good and bad film criticism, and I like approaching movies f- with a critical eye. What's happening? Are we reaching out? Are we doing this a seance? Is, what is happening? But I do. Uh, this is chaotic. This is very chaotic. Now you're blocking my beautiful face on on the on All right, the screen. This is. I've had enough. Imagine, of this. <laughs> imagine logic, but he's not biracial. That's what he looks like. Is that? All right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. People say <laughs> All that. Right. No more seance. <laughs> we are. Oh, hey, let's do one more time. <clears throat> no, no, no. Let's no, do no. a daily no. affirmation. No, no, no. Do no, you know no. what they had me do at my job? I am the best at my job in this city. I like, <laughs> I made you say that before you went out? Yeah. In, uh, in like a group? Yes. Okay. How many times? Uh, Multiple. Like at least like three or five. Okay. So I, I continue love, yeah, with what I you say. Do you, you have a real passion for filmmaking? Yeah, films? I love how you ask him a question and then, <laughs> and then just go off on your cut him off multiple times and then you're like, I'm my so job made me here. do this today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, I'm yeah, sorry. Con- I just want to connect yes. with you. I thought we could have like a, uh, like a spirit connection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, the I, I like film criticism. I like talking about movies. I mean, I went to film school. I love that stuff. It's very fun to talk about movies. Um, living in L.A., I don't think is changed that at all really because really? oh, no. like i mean uh, i mean obviously proximity to hollywood but also like i've heard of a culture and you know <clears throat> shouts la you know book me all those shows but um uh um you know i hear there's like a culture where you're like not allowed to like criticize movies because the guy might next to you might have like made it yeah, I mean, I've had I've run into issues with that on the podcast before, where there are some people who ask me to take an episode down because they're worried about that thing happening, or sometimes a guest will, like, I'll reach out to somebody, I see them post a take about a movie, and they're like, oh, I don't really want to talk about it in public that much, because, mm-hmm. like, I know the person who, like, was such and such a thing. Yeah. But I think if you make art, you should be able to handle criticism of your art. Yeah. I think that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I think it's totally fair. That would be funny in the comedy scene if it's like, I, I, I know Bobby. Like, I don't. I think he's a great comedian. I don't think anyone should talk bad about him. You know what I mean? Well, you're <laughs> talking about logic here. Is that the Bobby you're referencing? No, Bobby. Or you're just like, is there a Bobby in the Kansas City comedy scene that I have not met yet? Who's uh, a bad? Who's bad at comedy? But everybody is nice to his face about it. Oh uh, yeah, there's a couple. Couple bodies. We got a couple of those. Connor, do you want to burn your bridges with them? As I well? will burn it so fast. You are I, not. You know what? I won't. Because <laughs> I feel bad. Because he is nice. <laughs> oh, so you oh, great in Hollywood, do, Connor. You're gonna make do you know? It. Do you know how many? Do you know how many male comedians we have, dude? There's like three. There's you like thirty percent of bad ones or good ones. I don't want to get into. Because I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, there's. You're right. There's three good ones that we have in the city. Oh, right. <laughs> Um, and they're all in one room. Yeah. Well, yesterday I was name dropping hard, and I was like, I should probably not do that. So <laughs> I was like, I'm doing good today. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll say this. Um. Do you feel like you have a strong sense of uh, film critique when your favorite movie is Space Jam? My favorite movie's not Space Jam. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Oh, you said you love Space Jam. All right. I do. It's not my favorite movie. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is There Will Be Blood. Oh, that makes Space sense. Space Jam 2. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a scam interviewer right here. Doesn't even know what my real favorite movie is. It's pu- That's very public information. <laughs> really? Yeah. I do think Space Jam is a great movie, legitimately. It's fun. I enjoyed it when it came out as a yeah. kid. I was like, this is pretty... Um, I give Space Jam five maybe stars. Maybe I should have rephrased mm-hmm. that. Maybe I should have rephrased that. Mm-hmm. You should have done more research. I mean, I did do it. I think I just, I wanted your favorite movie to be Space Jam. I think that's... Is your favorite movie Space Jam? Is that why? Is that why you wanted to have another spiritual connection where both of our favorite movies were Space Jam? If our both of our favorite movies were Gone Girl, then we'd have a spiritual connection. Is Gone Girl your favorite movie? Uh, it, I, I really like it because it makes me sad and stressed. <laughs> but like... You would do great on Zanga. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> small callbacks. That's yeah. what this podcast is now called. Uh, um, my favorite movie is. Well, we uh, did not. I, I watched... so next, next question. <laughs> I am curious though. What's your favorite movie? What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm turning off the moderating because I'm hearing myself like five times over and over. But it, mm. it's recording fine. It's recording fine. The okay, my computer, computer did not just explode. <laughs> okay. Good. So your favorite movie? Your uh, favorite movie. My favorite movie. I really like the Truman Show. I really like Training mm. Day. I want to pick Training Day. I want to pick Training Day. 
I want to feature training day. That's it. The Truman Show is great. I've uh, never seen Training Day, but I do like the Truman Show. Um, Training Day, it, it kind of has that same like Gone Girl like anxiety to the rest of it, um, because it's about like, do, do I spoil it? Do I spoil? I know it what happens laugh? in Training Day. Well, I, I just it, trust it, it me. Ramps, I won't it watch ramps it. up that anxiety. <laughs> it ramps up an anxiety. It's like it's like I, I like Gone Girl because it both has that example of like an abusive relationship. Maybe that's all like the correlation between those three movies: Truman Show. Gone Girl and like Training Day, they're all like abusive relationships. Yeah, and I just think I mean, and it's all about um, I guess Gone Girl is not about breaking out of them, but that's why Truman Show doesn't make me sad, and Tra- Training Day doesn't make me sad. And I, like, even though Training Day is such like a brutal, like fucked up, like experience, like b- being a good person, like um, like he saves him in the end, and I I like that. I like the idea of that. Sure, I have a tattoo um on my back from an anime. Uh, we're, yeah. <laughs> See, I t- he'll just jump. Is there a he'll, training? You'll listen and just be like, "Where are we?" <laughs> Is there an anime of Training Day? Is that where we got to? No, there's an anime of um, big lipped muscular men. Like you have a powers. JoJo tattoo. Oh my god! How dope would it be if I took off my shirt off for the podcast? Uh, sure. Oh shit! I thought the beanie was your hair. I was like, "What the?" I was like, "You are looking majorly Asian." <laughs> you're comfortable with this? <clears throat> I thought you had the Asian yeah, bowl cap. Sure. I don't care. Okay, I'm not. I'm not necessarily the fitness standard, but yeah. There you go. Wait, I can't so, see. You're yeah. showing it to the camera. <laughs> I can't even see it. Wow. It look, it's a to be birth. Yeah, mark. you are just hiding this thing. Oh, I thought it was gonna be. Because you said I have a tattoo of big lipped muscle man. But it's a bat. It's the big Mick Lub Lub. Wow. The big Mick Lick Lubster man. Uh, the big lipster mobster man. That tattoo is underwhelming. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. But so is when I take my shirt off, man. Man, I'm not. I'm not. I was about as whelmed as I thought I was going to be when you took your shirt off. I thought that was exactly what it was going to look like under there. <laughs> yeah, if you just. <laughs> you usually live in L.A. too much, okay? Uh. Jay, do you even, do you watch anime? Or are you just strict, strictly movies? I've seen a couple animes. Um, I'm not huge on them. Of course, I mean, I watch like you know the ones on Toonami back in the day. Oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Dragon Ball Can't Z. Can't miss that. Yu Yu Hakusho, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of uh, Tenshi Muyo. Mm. Do you right? But it's like um, I've seen a couple anime movies that are very good. Actually, Your Name is a really, really excellent movie. That is, it also happens to be an anime. Mm. Um, I don't think I've seen it. It's so good. Uh, I think it's good. I think I don't, maybe it's overrated. It? I don't know. It's good. I don't know. It's good. I don't oh. know how to feel about it. When did it I liked out? it in the moment. It's easy to get emotionally invested, but like outside of it, it is kind of like, I guess how I would describe it is like corny. I don't know how to say it. Okay. Does that make sense? I think it's good. That's also how I feel about it. You think it's good, but it's corny. Yeah. Sure. That's that, fair. That's that, valid. That's a lot of animes. Yeah. They're all just kind of like, they all follow the same plot and then But JoJo is characters. corny in a way that's like... I don't know, you wouldn't expect all these men to be dressed up like female fashion models. Like, yeah, I don't watch JoJo because I've heard rumors it just turns you gay. So I was like, I don't like that. Yeah, you really <laughs> wouldn't work in L.A., Connor. <laughs> um, okay, I got more questions. <clears throat> is your religious upbringing a strong part of your comedic voice, or is it something you feel like you've put behind you? 
Um, I still think it is a strong part of my comedic voice. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm listening to your comedy album, but I, I just like I don't. I don't the really... album, it's it's deep in the album. It's very it's very much prevalent throughout like the whole. Yeah. That's sort of the whole. I mean, you listen. It's sort of like mm-hmm. the whole overarching theme of the whole album, right? We're starting off with these with these religious chants and this guy saying praise the Lord over <laughs> and over again. And I remember when Coach T sent me that. I was floored because he was like, I had such a hard time figuring out how to make this work and make this thematically work. And then I found this sample and I found this sample and I found this. And he mashed them all up together and it sounds great. It's a great way to start the album out, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that all of the... All of the stuff I talked about on the album, I really don't do anymore material-wise. Like, I've burned all that material. I only bring it back in, like, extremely rare circumstances. Um, But that being said, I still do talk about religion sort of broadly in my act. And I have some bits now that I really like that involve religion in that religious upbringing. Oh, that's neat. Uh, I'm just, for me, it's like, you're not the type of person. That's neat. That's neat. That's neat. It is neat. (laughs) You guys make me feel like... No, it's just funny. You did the same thing to me yesterday. I told a story, and you're like, wow. And then you just... I was like, all right. I was about to talk about it. Talk. Um, Talk about it. No, I just feel like... I guess... I just thought it was really interesting. Um, You just make me feel bad. Okay? I just thought it was really interesting. um, Because, I don't know, for me, it's just... uh, You don't come off as the, the same type of, like former youth pastor like uh, other religious people because I, I don't know i just meet i maybe this isn't important uh maybe because i i don't know you're just not you're not joshua who used to be a former youth uh youth pastor well and, i was yeah. never a former youth pastor though. i mean so I, that helps yeah i think that, that a, helps me not that was a be bad a question that helps me not come off like a former youth pastor <laughs> yeah it was a bad that's that a bad question it was very interesting the other day i was doing a show um and a friend of mine from back home who, like, I met through church was visiting town. Mm. And I don't really hang out with anybody except for her, her brother, and then this other family of people. Those are really, like, the only people from my church-going days that I still see. And I don't know how religious any of them are anymore. But I do know that it was very interesting for me to hear after the show. I did a bit... <clears throat> Where I say, like, I wasn't super religious at this point, at, like, a certain point in my life in high school, which I is accurate. I basically stopped going to church and stopped really giving a shit about any of that <clears throat> Christianity stuff when I was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very interesting for her to be, like, after the show, to come up to me and say, like, it's funny Jay says he's not that religious, but he was, like, a super Bible nerd. And I don't even remember myself being, like, a super <clears throat> Bible nerd. Like, I don't remember myself being somebody who could, like, quote scripture or, like, you know, knew where the where the, where the the stories were. Like, I just remember reading the book of Revelation all the time, and well, that's about was, it. Was this when you were just kind of, like, by yourself, like, staying by, your, by yourself? Maybe they thought you were just the weirdo. Yeah, maybe they studying. thought. Maybe that's what they thought. Maybe they thought I was, like, <laughs> like sort we of got a, a dang bookworm over here. Dude. Yeah. So. This guy's such a fucking nerd. He's reading Leviticus. <laughs> Are you instead uh, of getting pussy? Are you, are you the <laughs> masturbating mass shooter that you talk about in your album, or in the first part of your album? 
Yeah, kinda. Because isn't he kind of weird? That's like, kind of the whole point this... of that sketch. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> is that your mom? Yeah, that's your mom. That's supposed to be my mom, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm... No, you're going through kind of destroying my confidence. No, you got it no, right. So... I'm telling you, you should be confident. So... You get, you figured out the so, puzzle. So you like, solved my, so... you solved my opening sketch puzzle. So, <laughs> did you learn? Did you learn? Did you, like, so, do you feel like, do you think that you gave off an impression when you, like, really kept to yourself and, like, didn't talk to people and you just, like... Like, masturbating in your room and you just read, like, what you think is going to happen to the end of the world over and over again? Like, I don't know if that's the impression I gave off at all. Yeah, were you beaten off thinking about the end? <laughs> no, I never, because I only thought about the end at church. And I couldn't beat off at church. Yeah. You know, I only, that would, I, yeah, only, that I, only I read the Bible in public and I beat off in private. And I think that was, the, <laughs> that's the dichotomy of life as a Christian teenager. <laughs> Like, the pages of my Bible were not stuck together with the joy of the Lord, you know? Yeah. <laughs> my mother said she... That's what uh, I called come in our house, the joy of the Lord. Joy of the Lord? Yeah. Spelled J-O-I, the jack-off instructions of the Lord. That's that's actually one of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> they find one, like, what the hell? The Dead Seaman Scrolls. Hey, <laughs> Vince. There they go, they're flying. <laughs> Let them fly. Why do you think it's so salty from all that jizz? <laughs> Come on, Bill. I'm sorry. Arc, arc, arc. Come now on. I've confused Bill. I'm, this I'm, is crazy. I'm reading all the questions and like, no, these are good. These are good. No, these are good questions. Um, Look at how many jumping off points we've had for bits. Um, <laughs> good old You didn't meet bits. my mom, but you were supposed to. My mom... <laughs> Capitalism took her by the strangle her old, and now she's currently a wage slave in a foreign land. And she's in the city right now. So um, oh, She's at work right now? Is your mother a large part of your life, and do you like mine? I liked your mom's dumplings. Those are really good. So by dint of that, I like your mom. If your mom's as cool as her, as her dumplings are tasty, then I like oh, your mom. She just texted me. She said they're, they're, they're made of shrimp, egg, and pork. Oh, okay. What's the vegetable type for that? <laughs> tasty. What, what is this green thing in here? You said beef. <laughs> but pork and beef are pretty similar in dumplings. I can see that. They're very those are incredible dumplings. Excellent dumplings. Um is my I, mom a part of my life? A big part of my yeah, life? Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is this super assault? No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of the best way to answer that. I mean I talk to my family like once a week. And I certainly talk to my mom more than everybody else, I guess. I think I spent a lot of my a lot of my life not wanting my mom to be a close person in my life, and now I figured out like how to keep my mom at the right level of distance in my life. Because I'm trying to figure out how to keep all of my family at the right level of distance in my life. Yeah, and my mom just happens to be somebody who's a little bit closer than the rest of my family to me. I feel like that's where I want to go. I feel like if you like distance between family members helps you like parse out the good and the bad between them. Yeah. Um. I had a really funny thing to say. It's mm-hmm. gone. It flew out. So, did your mom like helicopter or something? She was a helicopter mom, for yeah. sure. She had, uh, and she was really mad when I started doing comedy. Really? For years. Years and years and years. And then she finally came around once I started working at the comedy store, and then she was like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Oh, that's like a real job. And yeah. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like grad school. And she was like, grad school? Oh. <laughs> 
my baby it's boy, like, he's getting educated. It's like grad Finally. School. That's the best way to get white parents to agree with what you're doing, is you say it's like grad school for X. Yeah. <laughs> Just say anything. You know? If there's anybody out here who's listening to this podcast, I don't know what kind of rapscallions and, and uh, ne'er-do-wells listen to this podcast. If there's anybody out there who's like a drug dealer or... Something like that. You just say like, "This is like farm school, you know." It's like I'm going to learn learn how to be a pharmacist here. I'm going to business school. I'm getting my MBA. You can't tell me what to do. And then your white parents will be like, "Yeah, you know what? He is learning how to like start a small enterprise. You know, he's learning about marketing. He's you know standing up for himself." That's the advice I could give. That's that's, that's what you advice. asked that question so, for, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> To help all the troubled <laughs> teens who listen to this podcast? My mother just answered chives. That's what else was in chives. Okay, nice. <laughs> I love chives. So See, if you ever want to... They're like onions. If you ever want to politely ask your girlfriend to make you some dumplings, you can do My mother hand makes the dough. Well, she can't do... My girlfriend can't do shrimp. So she can, she also is vegetarian. She's allergic so to shellfish and doesn't eat, and doesn't eat meat. So it would just be egg and chive, which is kind of, I mean, that's like a breakfast dumpling. Are you vegetarian too? No. Oh. I ate a bunch of dumplings. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, would be, I would have left this podcast to throw up all the dumplings if I was vegetarian. Well, I always forget. There's probably that, that's probably too dramatic, but. There's that one where like, they're kind of in the middle. I, for, I always forget um, what that one is. Pescatarian? Yeah. And they just, is that just fish? They just it's do fish. fish. Yeah. My girlfriend's pescatarian. See, that shit confuses me. I do just, you think? Do you think Connor looks country? I'm. Do you think he's like? Country? You do a little bit. You look yeah. like you look like somebody who I would expect to see in Kansas City. Yeah, that do makes you, sense. Do you think yeah. that, that picture is a good picture of him? Is he, he's the one on the right? Yeah. Is that a? Is that supposed to be a cigarette dangling it's out a of his mouth? It's supposed to be a, a tooth. tooth. Oh, that's a tooth. <laughs> But it could well, be Well, Connor doesn't have teeth dangling out of his mouth. But <laughs> well, that's how well, I see him. Yeah, the golds don't help. The gold teeth. They also... The golds also give a whole. That's you! That's you! That's you! That's you! That's me in the middle. <laughs> I don't have glasses on, though. Oh. That's a big miss. You got everybody... You got your hair. You got Connor's hair and his hat and his teeth. Yeah. See, the... The goal of this podcast, I think, is Bill will Fuck. confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bill will confuse the guests, and then I'll try to wrap it back into being normal. <laughs> what? What, what just are you happened? For? I wanted to draw the glasses on, but I don't have the sharpie. It. Why did you grab the napkin? Are you gonna try and erase something? I was gonna try to like, like, put the glasses on. This is the glasses. But that's, I mean, it's like a VR headset. <laughs> okay. I don't think somebody who would get gold teeth to get black women to talk to them more is racist. That's really interesting. I recorded <laughs> yeah. that. I recorded that. There's no context. My computer exploded. My computer exploded. You're um, back and I'm audio, not racist. The audio wavelengths. This is what we decided after after the computer exploded. And Bill solved it. Is that we were just gonna keep talking about how Connor wasn't racist? <laughs> um, Connor loves black people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they love his. Allegedly, they love his gold teeth. Yes. more than he loves them. Black people, just in general, and their culture. Your words, not mine. 
No, your words. I'm quoting you. I didn't I'm say trying that. to. Whoa. I know you, Connor. You, I know you. you. Trying, whoa. We've spirit connected. We held hands. Yeah, that was unnecessary. But it was necessary for me to understand what's going in in your head. You played right into his spirit hands. Oh, fuck. Right into it. You should He's... have just not grabbed. Well, uh, truly, I should have I... not grabbed his hand. Because yeah, I was the conduit between you two. Yeah. I, I was mean... like a Ouija board for your Jay? podcast yeah. co host. <laughs> Jay. I got spirited away. <laughs> Jay? Speaking of good animes, I actually don't like spirited away that much. It was all right. It's all right. Yeah. Speaking of good anime, I do like Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Is what? it like Slice of Life? Um, kind of, but there's a witch, Kiki. She has a delivery service. She I delivers think, stuff on her broom. I um, I think I've seen I've seen like the thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. I dated. I think, a, was it on Netflix? It might have been. Yeah, I dated it's a Miyazaki movie, so I, it might have been on Netflix before they Disney Plus ganked him. Yeah, I um fuck yeah. Disney Plus. Fuck Disney Plus. God. So, um, I dated a girl for a few months, and then it didn't go well, so now she's hexed me, and that's why I'm single. Wait, she what you? Hexed. Hex? Oh, hexed you. I thought, and that's... I thought you said she texted, like, texted she hexed me. She hexed me. A text hex. She hexed me. Oh, that'd be crazy. Um, that's what you call it when you talk to witches. It's hexting. <laughs> We're when on a roll. you talk to witches online. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about how cute your cat is? Which one? I have two no, cats. Oh, yeah, you're a cat dad. What kind of cats I have a cat you have? dad. I have two cats. One. Here, I'll show you guys, and then I'll show it to the camera. So okay. I have two cats. The orange one is more my girlfriend's cat than mine. Um, his name is Edgar. He's very cute. Oh, wait, wait. This Jesus. Is... <laughs> What's happening? Is the phone making weird sounds again? No, 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 no. You okay, can good. keep going, but I will make some evaluations while you do it. So this is this is... My girlfriend holding Edgar. That's a huge cat. He's huge. He's a big boy. He is um, a solid like 15, 16 pounds, but he's not fat. He's just yeah. large. Yeah. Like when he stretches out, you're like, that's normal. Yeah. That's a healthy The vet cat. has called him a large frame kitty. Oh, large ream? Large frame. Oh, I was like, ream? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, I have one of those, but he's like 24 pounds. Wow. He's huge. And then oh my, my, God. my parents got... Uh, Maine Coons. Oh, Maine Coons are huge. Yeah, they're wild. Their tails are insane. Um, and then we also have Linus, like from uh, Peanuts. Tech Tips? Yeah, like Linus Tech Tips. I know, I know YouTube like channels. You, you, like you actually named them after Linus Tech Tips? No, we no. named him after Linus the YouTube after the Linus the YouTube influencer. No, we named him after <laughs> we named. Okay, we thought it was a boy. We got it. The, we got the cat. Mm-hmm. We named. We were like trying to figure out a name for the cat. We named the cat Linus because Linus came with a security blanket, like mm-hmm. peanuts. Right? There's Linus. Very cute oh, cat. Cute Do cat. You know how cute this cat is. That is a very cute cat. Very I saw the cat. orange tabby one. That's what I was thinking about. I like that. So Linus is more my cat, I would say, oh. because Linus, Linus, we found out is actually a girl. Um, she was the runt of her litter, and we brought we took her to the vet, and the previous vets from the rescue we got her from thought that it was a guy because mm-hmm. she was just too tiny, and they couldn't see her little tiny vagina. Mm. Um, and then we figured out. When we took her in to get shots, they're like, "Oh, hey, she's a girl." They're like, "Linus can work for as a girl's name. We can keep that." Um, but she uh, loves me and is disgusted by my girlfriend. Really? Uh, so she, what about like, the... like I can hold Linus, no problem. And mm-hmm. anytime my girlfriend tries to pick her up, she starts like going, eh, eh, 
and then tries to squirm away and hates it. Huh. But they do have secret bathroom time together, where, like, if my girlfriend is using, if she's peeing, Linus will jump onto her lap and just and stay just there with her. Just see what the deal is. Like, what's up? I think it's, like, a protective thing. Like, to make sure, like, nothing comes and attacks her while she's taking a, taking a pee. So, hmm. the, the black one's named Linus. What's the orange one? I saw the orange one. Edgar is the orange one. And that's your girlfriend's That's cat? my girlfriend's. But he's, I mean, he's my cat, too. I'm his cat stepdad. <laughs> I was no, I was interested. I, I guess I'm. I guess I'm. Um, I guess you could say I'm. I'm more interested in your girlfriend's pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh boy. I'm sorry. I was there for the taking. Right. I'm, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. This has been fun. I'm sorry. 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 I fucked. Did you have that written down in your notes too? No, that was that was improv. That was improv. Cat. Cat pussy. <laughs> Ask him about it's the cat. right there. So I, See, you I, lived in Dallas, North Carolina, wow, in Los Angeles. What's the first thing that comes to mind when uh, thinking about all the places you've made home? I don't even know how to answer that question. I love how you ask these. Just like <laughs> kind of side-eye. You're looking at him just like, eh, so anyways. Da, da, da. Dallas, North Carolina, and Los Angeles. What's... What was the actual question again? What's How do What's you... the first thing that comes to mind? It's like, like this place was home. Like, what do you remember about that? About which place? I feel like I can't answer that for all of. No, I'm just just either any of either or. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is so abstract. This is what very was, okay, abstract. What was gra- <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I just want to like want to come up with an answer, but this is like. I gotta go layered. Yeah, actually, move on to the next question. This one might be too. This was. This is like bonus content. Is deep cut? Huh? Was it a bad question? It's kind of a question. It's not a bad question, but it's hard to under. It's hard to answer. You know. That's interesting. Um, what's 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 <laughs> what's, what's the one thing that's like like you you smell something and you're like that's Dallas or that's North Carolina or like that's... oh okay I see what you mean now. So. If I smell the beach, that's Los Angeles. And if I smell barbecue, that's the other two. Okay, that's neat. Uh, moving on. I love uh, it. I love that. What, what was neat? Anyways, <laughs> what was graduating from a, a shitty liberal arts school like, quote unquote? You're pulling quote from a quote from my album, right? Um. I, I, Are you looking at me? I don't know. Because <laughs> I probably called it a shitty liberal arts school. You, uh, you called it on another podcast with a very uh, nice-seeming comedian whose first name is Sarah, I believe, narcoleptic sleeping Oh, podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, great. Um, she said she slept with you at the end of her podcast because it's called Sleeping with Sarah. It's exactly. And I just <laughs> do it like I was lying down on a bed. Oh, really? Yes. That was requested. What? You just sat there and like held a mic or something? Uh-huh. That sounds kinda wanna see that. People go sometimes people go very in depth for the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna have to start making people just sit <clears throat> on the couch. How about you start laying down in the beanbags? But I we've beans? already had enough problems with recording I'm this sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it will come out perfectly. It will come out perfectly. I'll figure out a way to do it. I'll figure out a way to do it. Um, um I will have you know on the video recording. Two of the three microphones is not working. 
That's fine. I'll have you know. We don't but, need the audio to work on the video. Yes. You can sync yes. it after in post. Yeah. Hollywood. Hey, hey, have you ever thought about becoming the next, like, Jamie? Like young Jamie from Joe Rogan Experience? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I haven't thought about that. You could be like, you, I could, you, you would be like, <laughs> Bill, have you ever thought about this? I could be like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so you... You said you went to film school? I did. did. It went to a liberal it, arts college that had a film program. And then did you make like any short films or anything like like have you produced anybody's anything? Um, I mean, I wound up when I moved to LA, I started thinking I was like I'm going to go be a PA mm-hmm. and that's how I'm going to use my film education because I made stuff in college. The this this is the part of my liberal arts education that was very strange, which is we had a film program but they didn't want us to make films. What? Yeah, like we were not allowed to make thesis films for our senior thesis. What did they want from you then? Research papers, like regular ass theses. What? Yeah. That's I feel like that's backwards. It's very backwards. And now they've come around and they've added a BFA program so they actually do let students make stuff, which yeah. is great. Um, but it was very weird for it to be like all even at your graduate like you're you're trying to graduate, you're trying to have this degree, but you're not making a thing. Luckily, I was like, I did make stuff. Like I made short films and I did stuff for classes, um, and extracurricular things. Like I did this thing for, it was basically like making a Sprite ad mm-hmm. called Sprite Refreshing Films, <laughs> and I won the People's Choice Award for that. What does that mean? It means I got a free trip to Universal Studios Florida, all expenses paid. Baby. Oh. It's great. That's pretty good. I mean, that's solid. It's a pretty good price. And I got money. I got a little money, which is great. Um, I was don't it... have any of that money anymore. All that money's no, gone. I, I, I gotta say. No, no, I just think it's super cool. Oh, I mean, there's a there's a part of me that thinks like, oh, like, obviously, I don't know what people think is the dream, but just being able to like write and do comedy and support yourself and live in a, in a cool city i think that's i mean that's pretty cool i mean i mean that's kind of where i'm at now it's like i don't make any i don't i don't i don't like i'm not a filmmaker i would say which is what i thought maybe when i got out of college i was like i kind of want to be the next judd apatow i don't think mm-hmm. i'm that yeah um i think what i am doing though is stuff that i really enjoy like i write for television i write for reality shows and game shows and that kind of stuff which is mm-hmm. like i didn't even know you could do that yeah i didn't know those had writing jobs and now I do that, and I do stand-up, and I get to go out on the road, and I tour a little bit of on my own accord, which yeah. is fun. I like doing the DIY thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't really mind that I don't know, like, that I don't produce, like, the, the thing that I thought I was going to be 10 years ago, I'm not that thing. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of, you know, having a good, well-rounded education from a shitty liberal arts college. <laughs> Shitty little liberal arts college. Did you do stand-up in college? I did. You started in college. I started in college, yeah. My first time I ever got on stage, I was 18. Um, I was 17, so beat that. And I also stopped being Christian at, like, 12. I got black-pilled. Okay, never mind. Sorry. All right. <laughs> and there you go. Um, <laughs> sorry, 18 college. I started in when I started... The first time I ever did stand-up, I was 18. Um, I started improv when I was 16, bitch. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Take that. Well, I've been posting jokes since on the internet since I was 15. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go off, King. Um, you want to... Uh, never mind. 
<laughs> you can keep going. Um, I'm sorry. You don't have. You don't need my permission. You can, you can go regardless of me. You can talk. I mean, over it's your me. podcast. You don't. Really you can, you can talk over me. The you can talk over me. Yeah. You can, I can talk over you. Is that you can? Can I talk you over can you? T- touch my hand without commission. <laughs> commission. I mean, commission. I'm not getting paid. Commit permission. Permission. So, anyways, where uh, were we? So I don't even you did improv at sixteen. So you did improv. Rubbing I started. Yeah, I mean, I started. I was. I did like theater when I was a kid. I was like uh, thirteen when I started doing some very base level, you know, like acting stuff, which is like just you know, were you like thirteen year old acting class? Yeah. So you're in. I was the dog in How to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> were you good at that? I was. I got rave reviews for my role as Max the dog. People laughed. Did, it was the great. That was honestly that's one of the first time I did a lot of uh, vocalizations and barks. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first times people laughed at something that I did. Yeah, and you're and just I was like, like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is crazy, man!" But I did like speech and debate in high school, so I had public speaking experience. Yeah, and then a buddy of mine uh, got the comedy bible, Judy Carter, shout out, and um, we started doing. Like we both bought notebooks, we started writing jokes, and then the first open mic I did, I was eighteen, and then I really started actually like doing it, doing it when I was twenty, because the first two years I maybe did like ten open mics total. Mm. I was terrified. That's funny. Like, yeah, terrified. Yeah. There's a comic I know. He's like, oh, I've done it for like 10, <clears throat> 10 years. Like he started when he was fifteen, but he's like, I don't know. Like for the first like five, I was too busy smoking and hooking up with women. So, you know, yeah, I mean, the nice thing about the pandemic is that I feel like because we all took all this time off that now I actually truly have been doing it for the amount like I can fold in those like that bare amount of time with like the time that I took off and not feel bad about being like, oh, yeah, I did it for such and such. There was a little bit of time where I was like, I feel weird about saying that I like I've been doing it for what would it be? It would be 13 years now. When I really haven't been doing comedy for 13 years. But yeah. now I've been, like, doing comedy for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 31. Yeah. So it's like, you know, my anniversary is in October. Because I've really actually been doing it this yeah. whole time. What do you think about, like, being, like, my age and telling, like, people your age, about, people my age about it? Like, like, did you ever have that experience? Um, You know, when I first got interested in doing stand-up, Part of it was because, are you too familiar with the restaurant Dick's Last Resort? No. Uh, around Missouri, there's a lot of restaurants just Dick-themed, okay. basically. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, I know like two other Dick's restaurants. So the premise of Dick's Last Resort is it's a restaurant where the, the servers are mean to you. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we would I was in this thing in college called Pep Boys where we would basically like write sketches and make fun of the football players at pep rallies before football games. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the year, or like Pep Boys dinner, we always did it at Dick's. And so the first year we went, we had this great waiter who was so fucking funny and so mean to all of us. Yeah. And we were talking to him. And we were like, you're so fucking funny, dude. And he was like, yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. I, I got this show. And we went like, me and my other friends who actually liked comedy, we like went and saw him do a stand-up show. And he had to have been... At the same age that I am now, if not older, like I would imagine he was probably like in his mid thirties mm-hmm. and he's talking to, you know, people who are like 17 or 18, like, 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, you can do you can you can do comedy, sure, maybe. And we still were like a long ways out from being even interested, but like I remember going to see a show like it was crazy. Like we went to drive we drove into Dallas, mm-hmm. which is we I grew up in the suburbs. It's far. It's like a yeah. 45 minute drive. We like never did shit like that. Yeah. I'm gonna go see. We're gonna go see a show at a coffee shop. One of the guys was wearing a tap out shirt the whole time. He was bad, but our waiter was still great. He still had great jokes. Yeah. There were a couple other people who like they still had great jokes, and we we're like, "This is, wow." Yeah. Stand up comedy, crazy. Like I can't wait to do stand up in a <laughs> in a little bar, just like in a coffee shop. You just can't That's, wait to do stand up. No, just like in those places. I'm so. That's how I felt. I was like, "Yeah, I want to do that. That sounds cool." Well, it's like the love of the game, like. I mean, I'd like, I enjoy comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm fine doing it wherever, but it's yeah, just. I mean, yeah, but all the bars, uh, cars like the... performed them, they're, they're terrible, they're trash. Oh, well, <laughs> I like to make fun of the 403 because it is okay, garbage. You're trying to burn that bridge? <laughs> burn what bridge? Uh, everybody everybody... 403's so trash, they don't even have the money for a bridge. Well, I mean, it's like you got people <laughs> playing pinball. Like, it has all the machines, so, like, you'll be in a set and someone's just playing pinball. And sure. It's like, this, is, this is cool. Or just screaming because they have a concussion. Yeah, you in the background running. I watched you run around that bar, and then they they said we gotta kick this kid out because Bill's banned from it because he's too young. No, uh, what they what they did what they did was fuck you for it. <laughs> what uh, uh, all respect to those involved. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out <laughs> all respect to those involved. They were they made the right decision. I shouldn't be let in. I shouldn't be let outside. Honestly. Um, I was I had a I went I had a concussion I don't know <laughs> yeah I had a concussion but they said I'm not 21 so they won't let me in mm. uh-huh. nice there you go there it is there it is I'm not legable you... I'm not legal legable <laughs> you can't be in any pinball leagues because it's illegal for you to be in there you're not legable so uh, what's the creative process for writing for TV shows and what's different for uh, different between them like for example like Comedy Central's uh, Roast Battle and Fox's MasterChef. I'm getting nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're getting nervous. I'm like fucking up. Wait, you wrote for MasterChef? I do. That's my main writing job. Oh. I'm fucking up everything. The fan. I forgot to turn off the fan. I just, I'm sorry. I thought you'd been nervous this whole time. <laughs> when we hold, held hands, it was pretty calm. You, you felt calm when we held hands. Yeah. That's what calmed you down? I'm not holding you. Know your what hand. you should try. <laughs> Did you ever have a? Did you ever see a, that movie uh, Tully? No. There's a movie called Tully, directed by Jason Reitman, starring Charlize Theron, and in the movie, Charlize Theron has a son who needs tactile stimulation in order to feel calm, and so she uses like a brush on him, like a horse brush. So maybe you should get one of those, and you just rub it down your body while you do the podcast. How about you do that? You should get a weighted blanket. Bill, were you in normal classes in high school? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh... No, yeah, I wasn't... I was almost in gifted. Guys, you want to know my IQ? Well, which gifted? Like, you're blessed? I was Gifted or touched? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you know... Do you want to know... Guys, guess my IQ. You know what my IQ was? I feel like you've got a good IQ. I feel like your IQ is, like, 145. Mm. Low. Did I aim too high? Yeah, one thirty-six. That's still pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, well, why'd you get IQ test? It... Because my <laughs> my parents thought there was something wrong with me. Oh, well, that's just how smart people are. They're just 
You never know with them. Yeah, smart people are quirky. Yeah. And they like to wear beanies over their headphones. I'm trying to get <laughs> go to prom. Still? Yeah, I'm trying to get a girl who's a senior now to go to prom with me. I, it's not the weirdest thing. I mean, you still are 18. It's a good bit. I think I should start talking. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? <laughs> the creative process to answer your question. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's obviously different because for network TV, you can write different stuff than you can for Comedy Central, for cable, for roasts. Um, I like the writing for actual comedy shows feels a lot like doing the way I write for stand-up. Um, but writing for reality shows and game shows, is a, for me, it feels like it's a different muscle. Because mm-hmm. I can't, I don't approach my own joke writing the way I approach putting a script together for MasterChef and trying to write jokes that are okay for Gordon Ramsay to tell. Yeah. Uh, like so what type of jokes? Like how does that work? Like what 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 part is written? What part is like spoken word? On a show like that, spoken word. On a, <laughs> you mean improvised? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of MasterChef is how they treat all of the judging like deaf poetry jam. That's that spoken word, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian, your pasta, your pasta. <laughs> It was bad. It made me sad. It made me so sad. Your pasta. My, I want to tell you. I told my mom. I told my mom you were coming over because I'm a huge fan. You know. Okay. I don't know. Um, she go was, on. She was like. She was like. Does Gordon Ramsay not really say those things? He does. No, he really does. It's like. Oh, he. Is, is it really just him? Is it just really him just using a Gordon Ramsay puff as a talk? You know the, I mean? the way it works is anything that is uh, on any television show, especially reality and game shows, You can. there's always writers. Every single television show has a writer of some kind. Mm-hmm. Not every show calls them writers. Some shows, like reality and game shows, call them a uh, a content producer or a consulting producer or a supervising producer or something like that Mm -hmm. and what they do is they write you don't even call it right you don't even call it writing you call it copy and it's the host copy and anything the hosts are saying that is before um the outcome of a of a of a contest can be determined that's all the copy um so anything that the judges say while the cooking is happening on MasterChef, for instance, anything that they say after they're like tasting stuff, yeah, that's all them. I don't do any of that. Hmm. That is a hundred percent all written uh, by them in their brains, out of their mouths. It's yeah. a spoken word. If you, you help. Will. You help. You <laughs> set it. You you word. help set it up by like writing ideas, basically, right? Like, uh, no words, spoken words. Or... No, no, I don't even do that. They do the, all of that on their own. So <laughs> all I'm doing is literally, hey, this is what the challenge is for today. Oh. You have X amount of time. You have to use X ingredients. Go, oh. and that's it. You're like, um, it's some sort of like sick and twisted game you're setting up. That's yes. really interesting. Yeah. In in the contestants, like everything, there's no planning of like who's winning or losing. No. Okay. None of that. 
That's at least that's not on any of the shows I've ever worked on. Yeah, I don't know how it is on some like because I, I stick to cooking shows. Mm-hmm. I've never I don't know what happens on like dating show world. Well, I don't know what happens yeah. in some of the stuff. Let me tell you, as the executive producer on this show, I'll tell you <laughs> this show is scripted, and you won! You won! You did it! That's you! You're on the poster. Oh shit! It is scripted. I never even got it. <laughs> it's scripted. It's scripted. Is... Everything you've done today. There's the fan. He had a remote in his pocket the whole time. Wow. The computer it actually has been running this entire time. <laughs> and I'm gay. <laughs> uh, have you ever uh, slept? Have you slept walk in Kansas City yet? Or no, I sl- haven't. Do you sleepwalk often? Have you ever used it in comedy? I do sleepwalk. I haven't sleepwalked and talked about it in my comedy. Have you Have you I've, done anything wild while you sleepwalk? Nothing too crazy. I mean, I can't. I sleep. I used to have really bad sleepwalking problems when I was younger. I would shower in my sleep a lot. <laughs> That's kind of nice, though. Yeah. Wake up just clean. I would wake up in the shower because the water would oh. wake me up. <laughs> I'd be like, "What's happening?" And then uh, I would wake up. One time, I didn't wake up in the shower, and then I got dressed and got ready for school. And then I tried turning the like the alarm off to go outside. And my mom comes out. And she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I have to go catch the bus." And she was like, "It's." Three in the morning, <laughs> and then I woke up, and I was like, "Oh, I don't have to, I don't have to do it yet." Did you ever have like night terrors and stuff? No, I, mean, I didn't get that part. I, of... Never that bad. I did work at a summer <clears throat> camp where I saw a lot of kids with night terrors. Really? Yeah. You ever, oh, you ever seen an Argentinian kid with night terrors <laughs> screaming in Spanish about not. El Diablo? <laughs> it's could you it's crazy i i i really i really don't understand what you're talking about could you reenact it for me well he wasn't a kid in my cabin so i couldn't i I wouldn't feel good about it i could tell you what it was like to wake up a child who peed the bed all the time yeah could you because if he didn't wake him up in the middle of the night he would pee the bed (laughs) so you're the kid so you're i never peed my bed oh your head so i'm i'm the kid Uh, you're the kid i'm the counselor that peed the bed you're the kid that peed the bed Right, so Connor, you and me were walking back. No, you're asleep. So we're walking back, yeah. and when and we know that this kid is going to pee the bed unless we wake him up, mm. right? And we know this. Yeah. Okay. So this is the first night. And Bill's laying in there. Bill's laying in there. Beanie over go. headphones. And we're yep. Like, what the fuck? Yep. And we go. We tap him. And we go. Hey. Hey, Bill. Get up. You gotta go. You gotta go pee, dude. What? It's time to go pee. You're going to piss your pants. No, don't tell him that. Oh. We don't want him to know he's going to piss his pants. Oh. Oh. Now we probably... All right, now we got to check. You got to check and see if he pissed his pants. Pull him. Pull your hoodie up. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So you startled him. He pissed his pants. All right. Go back to bed. Let's get you... Wait. So he's a child who pisses the bed but doesn't know it? But he ever... Did it? He knows that he does it, but he is unashamed that he does it. This is the problem. Oh. Look, See, I made I made pee pee. I made pee pee. Off the rails. I made pee pee, dude. I made pee pee. I made pee pee. I will say one of the worst kids to ever be in charge of is somebody who is not self-conscious about peeing the bed. Yeah, that's not good. Someone's like, this is cool. I'm going to keep doing this my till adulthood. Yeah. It's very, it's like uh, Billy Madison come to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pissing your pants is cool. This kid, this kid would have been Miles Davis. He was a very yeah. cool kid. We all loved him, even though he pissed the bed all the time. Do you ever, you ever? So you were you really a camp counselor? I was. And do you ever look at a kid and go like, like the Billy Madison, like this guy's a failure? Like yeah, 
Plenty of times. Really? Oh, yeah. You can tell a kid's going to be a dud. <laughs> you think I want to be a dud, Jay? Well, you're a young adult, so I can't, I can't get a read on you. You're not a kid. Well, I already know. I already have gotten a read on you. You got a read we'll on touch me? Hands, yeah. What have do you, you ever had a, a sexual experience with a male? I've kissed a man before. But never. But that's I, I the most sexual that. it's been. I could sense. I could sense that. Okay. By holding hands. Sure. And also the fact that you're holding hands with another man. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just. What um, about Connor? Can you sense his sexual experiences in men? <laughs> He's thought I'm not about doing that. Here, we'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> He's thought about he's thought about doing it for a joke at a party. Wait, kiss a dude as a joke, or even go farther than just that. Just fuck a dude and just be like, guys, it was, I was just joshing. Well, I mean, the reason like, I kissed a man is because we were at I was at a party and spin it was spin the bottle, and it came up on me and I was like, fine, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, and we kissed. Oh, that's not bad. It's not that bad. I, I was at a party where it was just dudes and we started doing that and I just got up and left. I said. Guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> Did you, you ever have you ever had an experience, Connor? Uh, being gay? Like I don't know, cause one night at a bar I blacked out, and then some dude happened. took me in the bathroom. With it's him happened. Oh, like but that was the night I got arrested. So like we saw the camera because they drugged me. Wow. So I was in the bathroom for like ten minutes, and then I came out of the bathroom <laughs> crying. Damn, dude. <laughs> and my girlfriend, I guess I had, I guess I had walked out. Just tears, and I was like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then I just like went into a corner, and I was like, "What the? This fuck? is really yeah, you good." Probably had it. You probably fucked. Yeah, it, dude. so that's the. I'm fine with it. If I was blacked out, I'm just like, yeah, you know, gay moment when you get when you drunk. get blacked. Listen, sometimes when when men are probably not confident in their uh, sexuality in a in a bar in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they need to drug another person. That might just be, you know, you would just, you just I mean, cut a little yeah. flack. You cut yeah. a little gay Con- flack. I Connor, huh. next time you get blacked out, I'd like to get to see you get blacked out. If you know what I oh, mean. You, what? Connor got a little gay shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh god. Yeah. No, I mean it'd be funny if you blacked out and it's That's like why your dick gets hard when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a war wound. Yeah, just like oh my bones are hurting. I feel it. <laughs> No, it would be funny if it was like um, you blacked out and then like oh, your gold teeth are missing. Uh, I guess that's funny. Did you have your gold teeth at the time? Yeah. How long have you had the gold teeth for? Two, about three years now. Nice. It's a good look. Yeah. I got them. Uh... You really mean that? Yeah. I don't know if it's a good look. I just think it's, I guess I think it's a good look too. Right? I told, I told Bill sincerely that I thought his van was cool and he got flustered when he picked me up. <laughs> He was like, oh my he god, didn't think I was telling the truth. <laughs> okay, okay. So, before uh, this, you know, this podcast could last forever because we're just having so much fun. Small boys. Yeah. Okay, but. Uh, Small boys. Big a- fun. Hour and ten. Uh, there's a few things I want to do before we pop out. Pop out with a party. Right. <laughs> we in the game. No, just tell us we're, what we're, we're doing. Nobody. What are we doing? the chain. <laughs> um. So I want to talk about my chair bit. This is it's more. Oh yeah, important. you did say at the very beginning of the episode before we even started Book recording. End. Mm-hmm. Bookend. Okay. Everything has a beginning, middle, and end. Just like your chair bit. Yes, like a chair. 
Oh god, don't get him started. The, on the like chairs. a chair, the joke has legs. Um, so I don't know. I guess it's not really a joke. I just, I just, <laughs> I just. Do you I want just, me to explain I it? I just was like, I just went around asking comics, like, how do you feel about chairs? Is that how it goes? So that's basically how it started. And then he was like, should I go up on stage and start stacking chairs and just talk about chair philosophy? And I was like, I don't even know what that <laughs> means. chair philosophy? Yeah, I was like, but go for it. And so then he goes up starts talking about chairs, brings some random guy uh, from the crowd, and then makes him sit on the chair. And he's like, so how do you feel about sitting on chairs? And the guy's like, it's all right. You're trying to be the Play-Doh of chairs? No! It was, it was weird. So anyways, you fucked up the he, set! What are you, I don't, I don't remember. You're trying to be fucking Cheristotle over here? Come on, dude. Yeah, so he, was I was getting, like... he was getting wild with it. I was like, it's <laughs> No, so what I did is like, I was like, I brought up a chair on stage. I was like, how do you guys feel about chairs? I was like, what about like a chair on top of a chair? And I put like the chair on top of a chair. And then um uh and then I call I was I got I took somebody from the audience. Uh-huh. Um and then I said, Hey man, uh hey man, let's sit here. And I just wanna experience this visceral moment with you. It was weird, and then he <laughs> and, hugged them. Then and they I want, hugged I want you to I want you to tell the audience you love them. And then he did it. I gotta find this picture. It's so dumb. And then I want to see this picture. The audience said, picture, "I love you back." So. And then we hugged each other. Well, I think Bill mainly hugged him. I think it's more Bill hugging him. <laughs> Show it to the camera. Show it to the camera. Yeah, that's the guy not wanting to be hugged, and you hugged him. <laughs> and then. I like that shirt you're wearing in that in that photo, though. That seems like the kind of shirt you would wear on stage. <laughs> you can have it if you like. It's in my room. <clears throat> No, I'm good. Okay. I got enough wacky pattern shirts. That's also the kind of shirt I would wear if I was on stage. Yeah. You say thank you. Thank you. That's neat. <laughs> that is neat. Uh, so and then I just um we hugged and he told me I told um I sat on one's like chairmen run the world in chairs, but you can't run with a chair. And then chairmen, you know, run the world with chairs. You can't oh, run. he told me this in the car, on the way oh, over. Oh no, he hit... told me this part. <laughs> oh no. And then I said, "You can't run with chairs, but you can run the world with chairs." You know what I mean? Okay. So, anyway, so hi, then... mom. I love you. Uh, so he goes. So he asked me to take pictures of him with the chair uh-huh. in random spots. So then we go, and we buy a chair from Good Goodwill or something. Mm-hmm. And then we basically, he just sat in chairs um, in different spots. And he thought, he was like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, okay. And then what'd you go? You went to Murph's and also did the chair bit? You yeah, so a... the chair didn't work on top of a chair. So what I did is I just like, you know what I mean? No. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. I'm going to need you, know you to I mean? elaborate a little more. I was just, you know, like... Like that. Oh, he fell and, over. Okay. But then you have a actually like another crowd member sitting yeah. sideways in it. Yeah. Sitting sideways on the chair. Yeah. So they were sitting like this? Yes. On the chair? No, no, like no, sitting in the floor. He was on the ground. Oh. And some guy was like, Yeah, Falling I'll do on that. The ground. Yeah, sitting sideways. That's honestly impressive. That's neat. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's me. I think I think that is a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> I'll suck, I'll suck I'll suck a dick to be able to do the chair um, bit in LA. All right. Uh thank you everybody for listening. Uh Thanks thank so you. Oh, wait. One last thing. One last thing. That is a great bit to end in. But I like to do a few things. Uh, <laughs> what? You think So I give these bandanas out to people. I have it as a mask. If you like it as a mask, I can do that too. If you're not, you can just keep it. What do we got in here? We got a little tie dye. Little tie dye smiley face guy. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, Thank you. It's wearable art. Usually, I have... Just take the headphones off. <laughs> this is what caused the issue last time. Guys, watch how fast I can run. Wait a second. Wait, what are you doing? No. That's 134 IQ, or whatever you said. That That's what it gets you. 134. I want to stay at a good, just average level, where I'm just like... I can be calm, but understand things a little bit. Too many thoughts. Yeah, too many thoughts Let's will get you. The thoughts are going through your brain all at once. It'll get you. Can you imagine? No. I like I like to just be dumb, and just and dumb be that and perceptive. Yeah, just like I know what's going on around me. That's a good album title. Whenever you come up with an album, Connor, you should call it "Dumb and Perceptive." I like that. That's pretty good. I think that fits you. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been the kid that just like sat there and just. I would look at, like, pay attention, wouldn't talk, and just be like, hmm, there's a lot of weird things going on. There are. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be the one that say it. I'd be like, nobody thinks this is weird. What's going on? You guys gotta think this is weird. <laughs> Bill, what are you trying to get? Bill. Man. What was it? I can't find a Sharpie. Oh. I was trying to draw glasses on the thing. Oh. It's fine. Everybody knows I have glasses. We should have that, um... There's a homeless guy in the intersection here. Never mind. All right. Okay, um, anyway, something I was really hoping. Do you want me to close the... Okay. So, would oh. you like to... I thought it would be cool if we had guests and they signed their name on the poster. Sure. Could you do that? Oh, the Sharpie's right there, Ding Dong. Where is it? It's been there on the table. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, I'll have you as a guest on, but later. <laughs> How long have we podcasting? We've definitely gone over an hour. Yeah. Mom. Hi. Hi. Nice I'm Jay. You. Nice to meet you. Can I take picture? Okay. Yeah. Wait, sure. wait, wait, wait. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Right. We're not done yet. See, it's chaotic. What is, what are you drawing? A cube? How do you draw glasses? Why don't you just draw two all circle, the guy? Two circles and a line in between. That's like the easiest, and then a little frame, yeah. Yeah, you draw like that. Well, Jay, if you're going to be out, I guess I'll try <laughs> forever, then I do it, okay? Oh, so this is for whoever the guy, I get it now. I understand that. <laughs> I see. That's good. Yeah, that's nice. I'm just stupid for me. I think we are. Yeah. I don't know, totally. Yeah. Um, okay, would you like to sign it? I will thing? sign. Am I signing on the air? Yeah. Okay. Just to prove that was you. Bam. There it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. Nice and simple. Simple. Whew. All right. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, check out Jay Light's uh, comedy album, album, not mixtape. Um, 
uh, a good guy with a gun. Yes, available uh, wherever you get albums. And your podcast? Blockbusting, available wherever you get podcasts. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jay. Uh, Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Bill. And we'll see you next time. Yes, of course.